if you think your insecurity is gonna run your life, it will. Because in your mind, it's already done. I guess it's almost like the people who are willing to look at their insecurities the most are the ones who end up with the least of them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of the Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Oh, yeah. For those on YouTube, I was trying to point to it, but it's hard because the camera's backwards. It's a whole thing. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was our Meetup Monday, the three beliefs that you must have to mm. achieve your dreams. Strong one. It was a very strong one. Very, very good feedback mm. from the team and all other people. Today, for episode number 579, what do you do with your insecurities? So Alan and I have had many conversations, believe it or not, where I would get insecure. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think with most people, they're, a lot of people just shut down. When you get feedback, is that's a great example, right? So Taryn and I, uh, if you're listening to this, it is Wednesday. On Sunday, Taryn and I did our weekly check-in. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things come up where you get insecure yeah, or you get triggered or you ego up. And I think there's, say for instance, something comes up and you get insecure. What do you do about it? Well, there's a couple things you can do. You can either sit there and own it. You can pinball it and just let it bounce around for a little bit and realize that this isn't you as your identity. This is just something that, you know, happened. Or you can ego, like really ego up and have an argument over it. You can explode over it like there's a lot of things that you can do mm. i think that the conscious practice of sitting in it yeah i think learning about it yeah i don't think you can just disregard it i think that's ego insecurities will always hold you back if you let them yeah and you know you mentioned that you get insecure but i do too all like honestly uh for me well, let, let me do this. So I was on the phone with a team member last night. This team member, actually Amy wouldn't mind me saying it. I was on the phone with Amy. Okay. And she was mentioning how, you know, at the beginning of our team calls, uh, just for everyone listening, the Next Level U team, we have a team call, a team huddle every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday at two. And we open them up with basically asking everyone how their last week went. And what did they learn? Yep. You know, how'd the last week go? What did you learn? And Amy said that basically she texted me a couple days ago and it was basically after the team call and she said, did you notice that I always get nervous when you call on me for for how my week was? Um, you good? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> got a new mic, well, an old mic stand that we're using and trying to see if it looks better. That's on me. I apologize. No, no, no worries. It does look good. You think it looks good? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. We got one for you. Perfect. I like it. So uh, Amy texted me basically saying that whenever we do that round robin at the beginning, she gets nervous. Mm. And she's like, she asked to dig into that. One of our check-in questions is like, is there anything suppressing you in your life that you'd like to talk about or in, or in our work together? And she said that she gets all insecure 
uh, whenever we do the round robin. But it didn't make sense because she's like, I'm not insecure on the lives anymore. I don't feel insecure in the meetups after the mastermind. And we found out, she's like, why would I be insecure on the team huddles? And I was like, well, maybe it's because there's a lot of people on the team huddles. Like, we have a bigger team now. Mm. And she's like, yeah, but it used to happen even when it was just me, you, Kevin, and Tiffany. And I was like, okay. Oh, maybe it's because in the meetups, you're facilitating and calling on other people Mm. to get the listeners to engage or the attendees to engage. Maybe it's because you're being put on the spot. And it reminds you of the classroom when a teacher would call on you. And she was like, oh. And she's like, what do I do about that? Like, what do I do? And I said, honestly, I think just being aware of the fact that that's a trigger is going to help you have more certainty in general. In other words, when we get triggered, if you're uncertain of why you're triggered, it actually creates more uncertainty. Mm. Whereas for me, I try to be aware of what the trigger is. And then once I understand what's happening, now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, that's what's happening. Now I I can just kind of deal with it a little bit better. Um, And so that's just a good example, a good frame for this is Amy uh, wouldn't mind me saying this. She was insecure about being called on because she feels like if she's calling on others, she's in control. If she's being called on, she might not be ready or prepared, and that's an insecurity. So it's like, what does she do about it? Number one, understand the trigger. Number two, have courage and try your best to overcome it. I was going to say, one of the reasons, I mean, Amy has come so far. She's grown. She's champion championing a lot of the efforts on the team. I can't speak. Mm. And one of the reasons, I think, is because she's understood her insecurities, be- become aware of them, and then consciously tried to overcome them by facing them. Right. I, that's the, I, I'm convinced that if your insecurity is something that stays behind the scenes and you don't face it or you don't admit it to yourself, it'll always run your life to a degree. If you have a fixed mindset around your insecurity, like for me, the, the being short thing, mm-hmm. There are certain things that you can change. There's nothing I can do to change my height. I mean, there is. What am I going to get my legs broken and put a rod in there? Like, there's things you can do. Mm. Or put, you know, lifts in my shoes. Like, I'm not going to do that. But people who are insecure do that. So that's another thing you can do is band-aid the problem. Right. That's I I saw a, a video or a post on Instagram. Somebody took a picture with their favorite rapper. And their favorite rapper said, you can't post that on social media, though, because he looks, he, the, the guy's t- he's short. And the guy he took a picture with is a lot taller than him. And the guy posted it, and he literally unfollowed him. Like, because he's mad that somebody put a picture of him on social media of what he actually looks like, because obviously he's insecure about that. I'm so curious as to what rapper. I don't even remember. It's no rapper I would know. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's you know, the names they have nowadays, you know. I just, <clears throat> Think about how much that's holding that rapper back. If you want your it's message to spread. It's like, it, what happens when you're on stage and they shoot a video of you? Like, what are you, what are you going to do? Right. You're just not going it, to... It's... So what, what do you do in that scenario? Do you use your power to say, like, well, guess what? I'm going to unfollow this person and, you know, lose a fan over it? Or do you just say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm short. Like, this guy's taller than me. Right. What do you... I, I think that... My intention with this episode was like, okay, you have this insecurity. This is something that you can either let hold you back. You can pretend it doesn't exist. You can throw it in the closet and treat it as that monster in the closet. Or you can start revealing it. You can open yourself up to it. You can start testing out the waters. You can start making friends with it to whatever degree that is. Mm. You know, I'll put a, a video online and like I'll have a giant zit on my forehead. And it's like, sometimes I'll say that. Like, oh, yeah, look at this thing. It is, like, it is what it is. Right. What am I going to do about it? What is the root cause of insecurity? 
Fear of judgment, I think. Yeah. Fear, I think it's a lot fear of Fear of not being good enough. Yeah, fear of being left behind, fear of not being safe here, fear of not belonging. Fear of losing love. I think that's the important thing, too. If you're, if you're insecure about something... Embarrassment, that's another one. What, why are you insecure about it? You know, um, and I think you can dig into that. So for you, it's like, it wasn't insecurity with your height. It was what you, the meaning you associated to your height, yeah. meaning I'm not good enough if I'm short. So it's like, you got to be careful of the meaning you assign to things. And like, what will come of this? Like one of my things was, am I going to be able to find a, a girlfriend? You know, are people going to think I'm less attractive because I'm short? And honestly, yes. Some people will. I don't know. Some people will. I've met, I've met those people. Right. But, but, but it's you a, can't let that control you. Right, right. Because then what's the alternative? I just go in a cave and I never leave? I know. Or I assume, and this is the problem, if you think your insecurity is going to run your life, it will. Because in your mind, it's already done. Mm. I'm short, so I can't get a girlfriend. Almost... I, I don't know. Like most of my girlfriends in the past were my height or a little bit taller. Right. That's a limiting story you've told yourself. For it's sure. It's not true. For sure. Um, I think this is why Nick Santanostasia, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that Definitely right. Definitely not. Um, what, what is it? I don't know. I think it's like Santa, Santa Tanasto. Santa, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry, oh. Nick. Yeah, we're so, we apologize. I think that's part of why he's so inspiring is because he has so many adversities in his physical being um for those of you who don't know nick uh and i don't he's not a friend of mine or anything i just know of him but like he was born i think without legs and without one arm i believe so yeah and look at what he's accomplished i think it's it's i think him he is living breathing proof that your insecurities are false or that they don't have to control you you know he has a beautiful girlfriend Mm -hmm. right and so i think that's a beautiful thing i do i really really do when you look at someone who's quote-unquote worse off than you but yet they're overcoming things that you struggle with. It's like a game changer. Remember Chris Rudin? We had Chris Rudin on a long time ago. Yeah. He was born, I think, with maybe two fingers or three fingers on one hand. Yep. And, and for a long time, that was like... I know, something he hid in a glove. Yeah. He hid it in a glove. And he's yeah. like a world record power lifter, and he was on... Uh, tight, uh, Titan Games? Titan Games. Titan Games yeah. with The Rock. Yeah. And now he's crushing it, and he's really owned that. I've seen pictures of him where he's just... And he's jacked. Oh, yeah. But that for him, for a long time, like, would he be where he is today if that was still an insecurity of his? I and know. it might still be an insecurity, but at what level? You know, the, the theme of this episode is, if you're in a conversation... Okay, let's say this. You, you're Hypothetically, you're on the phone with Alan and I, and we're talking about something, and you get insecure... And it, it triggers an insecurity in you where you're thinking, like, I don't like that about me. I don't like the way I do this. I don't like the way this looks. What do you do with that? Do you leave that call and sweep it under the rug and say, like, I'm never going there again? Mm. That's an option. Do you say, like, okay, what can I do to improve this? If you're listening to this or watching this, you most likely do. Yeah. That I think that is connected exclusively to progress you're going to make in your life when it comes to that. It's predicated on the fact that you believe you can change it. Mm. I think that's... Change it or the association with it? Both. Imagine if you actually didn't believe you could change your association to it or change it. Mm. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this or listening to this, it's obvious that you want to get to the next level of your life. We can help you get there faster. In three months from today, your life can look completely different. Here's how. Group coaching. Here's what you're going to get. So you're going to get bi-weekly calls with Kevin and myself. You're going to be on a team of 10 like-minded, growth-oriented individuals. You're also going to be in a WhatsApp chat with Kevin and I and the entire team, 24-7 access to chat. 
Also, you're going to get bi-weekly progress reports and peak performance tracking. Guys, this is a great opportunity for those who can't afford one-on-one coaching with Alan and myself. We have helped dozens and dozens of people get to the next level at this point. Go to nextleveluniverse.com, click group coaching, or find the link in the show notes. Talk to you soon. I remember when I first broke my nose, I didn't like the way it looked. And after the surgery that they put it back into place, I couldn't change it or I didn't want to change it. So I had to change my association to it. Mm. That was really hard for me. But what if I didn't believe I could? It's almost like, of course you're going to avoid things that make you insecure. It's like interesting. It's very interesting. And and I said this on a speech once and I think I said it in a, in a way that I, I wish I'd said it differently, but I'm going to say it here. Uh, I think there's a reason why Spanx is so successful, the company. It's because it it takes an insecurity and covers it up. Mm. Um, There's a reason why Snapchat did so well with Snapchat filters. It's because it takes what people are insecure about and it covers it up with filters. And, And the problem with that is that it also covers up the necessity to change. You know, if you, there's two options, right? If you if you dislike, I don't know if I've ever been able to explain this. If you're insecure about something, what if that's because you deep down know you can change it? I don't I don't know. I guess has there anything has there been anything that you you've been insecure about that you haven't been able to change? I don't know. Uh, I don't know that change is the right word. I would say improve, make, make progress towards. Because you can't improve your height, but you can improve the way you view it. Yeah. So, what was it like to 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 not think that way? I don't know. I think for me it was just normal. I think that's what a limiting belief is. A limiting belief is a belief that you don't think you can change, so it's limiting you. And I think that's what a lot of insecurities are. I still get insecure about it. Like, say it's me, you... Matt and Nate hanging out. Like Nate's six three, Matt's six feet, you're six one, I'm five five. So it's like I am the odd sheep of the the group. Like I'm definitely gonna get insecure about that. For sure. What are you gonna do about it? Cry a lot. No. No. <laughs> um seriously though. Like nothing. You're not gonna not hang out with us because of that. No, it's it's just I'm gonna go in and say, like, okay, this is a thing, and I'm probably gonna feel insecure. I'm just gonna admit it to myself. And then what? Then deal with it. I, what other option is there? I mean, you can not go hang out with us. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's could hold you back for sure. I think a lot of people are doing that, and I, I mean this with all the love in the world. But um, one thing that I will say is that, and I'm I'm guilty of this too. I I'm definitely guilty of this too. I don't I don't know if we always know when we're doing it, and I try hard not to avoid uncomfortable situations. But I've been. I've definitely met certain people who avoid challenging conversations because they they don't want to look in the mirror of their own intelligence or their own lack of intelligence. Um, So, for example, let's say you grew up around people who didn't really know a lot. Um, And then you went to college with, like, I'll just use me for an example. So, so at Oxbridge High, I considered myself one of the more intelligent, academic, whatever, of the group. And whether that was true or not, that was the story that my subconscious was telling me. When I went to WPI, that was a giant wake-up call of like, 
you know what I mean? I'm not actually as smart as I thought I was, but that's that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard of the big fish in a small pond type of thing. I guess it's almost like the people who are willing to look at their insecurities the most are the ones who end up with the least of them. It's like a weird thing. Well, it also connects you to people who feel the same thing. That's the other thing is like if I come out, the, the porn addiction thing, all right? Me, when we sat down with Tori Aletto and I said like, yeah, I used to be addicted to porn. Like that's something I dealt with. That was an insecurity. But the, when I put that out there, anybody who has that same insecurity can connect with it. So it becomes a bridge for us to connect on. That's what vulnerable, like being vulnerable is you sharing something that scares you and other people pick up on that and say like, oh, that's something I don't think I could ever say. And then right there, you're connected. Now they know they're not alone. You know, I think it's like that with, I remember when Brandon came on the team, like we were talking about that. And I was like, oh, is that something you're insecure about? Because him and I are so similar. And I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And I said, like, we were talking about height for some reason. I said, is that something you're insecure about? Yeah, right. I was going to say it wasn't porn. It was height. No, yeah, height, yeah, height, height, height. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. porn. Not porn. <laughs> shout, <laughs> out, shout out to Brandon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was something we talked about. Right. And I think he said, no, I'm not insecure. And I was like, good for you. Like, that's, that's great. That's probably something you, you know, you worked on. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's an invisible barrier that if, if you decide it's going to hold you back, it's going to. How do you get rid of it? How, if you don't even know it's there. I think there's that's some the people step. who don't consider themselves insecure, but but that's the problem. I've met I have one person in my mind in particular where it's like they don't think they're insecure, but they avoid things that trigger their insecurities. What do they think they are? Confident. Yeah, but that's but they, that's because they avoid right. the things they're not they, confident they, about. They know they're not. It's almost like if you're an amazing chef and you just cook the rest of your life, you'll never have to face the parts of you that are insecure. Because you're, of course, you're gonna, you're gonna flourish in an environment where you're really incredible. You know, I think that's what messes with some famous people, is that they are really, really good at one thing and they get a lot of yeah. praise for that one thing, but then they avoid the things that, you know, it's like, um, I don't know who's a really famous, you know, uh, rapper. Okay, Eminem. If Eminem is not very good at fixing his car, like who cares, right? But he might avoid fixing cars. Because he doesn't feel competent. We all tend to go where we feel the most confident. Have you ever had... Um, I remember we were playing Can Jam this summer. And I've every time you play Can Jam, I'm excited to play. I love Can Jam. Great game. Oh, right? one of my favorites. One of the best. Oh, I'm not good at Frisbee. No one is at first. Have you ever played? Have you ever played Can Jam? No. It's like, okay, well, I'm not good at Frisbee. So, okay, well, then forget it. Let's not play, right? Instead of, I'm not good at Frisbee yet. How much fun are you missing out on by not even trying. What it, I wasn't good at Frisbee when I first started. I'm still not. I still suck. Right. And it's like, I, that's an analogy for all of life. Can Jim. <laughs> Defining yourself based on what you're not good at yet. Defining your... The, the truth is, Kev, they're insecure about looking bad at Frisbee in front of other people. Hmm. And I've been guilty of that too. Same. And it, it holds us back from enjoying life. Yeah. So this is the homework for you guys if you're watching or listening. Write down whatever it is, your top five insecurities. Insecurities, And I want you to do this. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine two scenarios. One, you start working on those insecurities. You start breaking down those walls. You face them. You tell yourself, look, it's not as bad. It's not going to kill me. 
right? This will be something that is very, very worth it. And you imagine where your life is five, 10 years down the road. And you do the opposite. You imagine five or 10 years from today where you don't face these things. You keep them in the closet. And what do they manifest as? Think about that. Because for a long time, I think the people who, for me, when I ran from them, they always catch up. You're not running from them. You're just dragging them with you. Right. Where if you admit them, they're still with you, but you're not dragging them. It's different. It's a, it's a whole different association you have with those. So that is what I would, that's my intention for you guys. My, my takeaway, my, my tactic. It's fire. It's absolutely, this was really good. This was a good one. If you're human, you have insecurities, and they're based on a couple things. Pain you've dealt with in the past, past traumas, shame cycles. In other words, what are you ashamed of that you've done, said, or thought? Um, regret. Look into that. Just try to try to look into where you're stuck. If you're stuck at any area of your life, here, here's a, what I believe is a profound statement. If you're stuck in any area of life, at the center of that is some insecurity that you're not facing. I've found no exception to that rule in coaching. It's interesting. It's never, people say like, oh, I'm not consistent. We have one person on the team who's not consistent on social media. It's not because you're not consistent on social media. It's because your deep-rooted fear is fear of judgment because you don't feel like you're good enough and you're so afraid of judgment that you don't post. See, not posting is the symptom. It's not the underlying cause. And I think insecurity is, is a lot of the root of why we're not getting to the next level. So, cool. Speaking of getting to the next level, mm-hmm. Alan and I just opened up the waiting list for our group three of group coaching. Round three. Round three. Group three. There's a lot of group words in that. Uh, so it is 90 days. Mm-hmm. 90 days purely focused on how to get you to the next level. Boot camp. Boot camp. We have bi-weekly calls where you're going to be on the phone with Alan, myself, and the nine other members of this. We have a private WhatsApp group where everybody can connect. And we're also, what we did on group one, we'll be doing this on group two also, is we are assigning a peak performance partner. Buddy says, so you'll have somebody throughout this entire journey with you. You can connect outside of the group. You can do accountability calls, all of that happy jazz. At the end of the day, you are going to become similar to those you surround yourself with. Let us help you surround yourself with amazing next level people. In the show notes, we'll have the application and all that happy jazz. Uh, not sure when we're going to start it up yet. We should probably decide that. Yeah. So there's some certainty around it. For but sure. it will start up eventually. Very soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're using the buddy system. So there'll be peak performance partners in there. I'm super excited about that. Think back to a time when you were on a winning team. How much better did you perform? That's what we're replicating. Much better. Also, if you are, if you know of a middle school, a high school, a college, an organization, a charity, a business that you believe would benefit from Kevin and I coming to speak. We are giving one free speech to each listener. It is available to you if you're listening to this show. Please reach out to Kevin or myself. We will create a custom questionnaire, custom survey, and we will basically speak directly to your organization or an organization of your choice, specifically about what they believe is holding them back and what they need to get to the next level. Boom. I don't know what we're doing on Scratching the Surface yet. TBD. TBD. Also, we're going to do... Next Level Nation shout-outs come Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you. We couldn't do this without you, and we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.